Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. with Wings Productions presents Chapter 21 of The Skylark Bell Skydive. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. In last week's episode, Farfalla became aware of Nurse Betsy's cruelty toward the Carnifex children. In today's episode, we read Chapter 21, Seabird, in which Farfalla uses newfound skills to avenge the children. Today's podcast partner is Mums, Mysteries, and Murder, proud members of the Boopod network of true crime and paranormal podcasts. Hosts Marty and Effie, each hailing from Australia and Scotland respectively, add a heavy dose of wit to their stories about true crime and the unexplained, each hailing from their home countries. You're sure to find topics you haven't heard elsewhere on Mums, Mysteries, and Murder. Be sure to check the show notes for a link to their podcast. Now it's time to settle in, grab a blanket, and a warm drink. We're getting started. October 30th, 1799. I've figured it out. I will sing. I've spent the last few weeks trying to find a way to rid the children of Nurse Betsy. 
I have watched as she has antagonized them and punished them without merit. She is cunning, always reserving her true self for moments when Mr. and Mrs. Carnifex are not present to witness her cruelty. In their presence, she is every bit the perfect nanny, which has made it difficult for me to put an end to her twisted game. I tried speaking to them, gently guiding the conversation toward her behavior. But the idea that Nurse Betsy was anything but perfect was so foreign to them that they wouldn't even entertain it. I then attempted to speak directly to Betsy. But unlike most of the people in the village, she neither fears nor respects me. She laughed and told me the children were lying and that she would have a word with them about all this. My attempt at an intervention cost each of them a spanking. I have spent sleepless nights trying to concoct a plan to get her out of their lives, trying to spend as many of my days with them as possible. Then last night, I was called to perform for a family on the other side of the island. The father was in bad shape. My guess is dysentery. I sang for him Audrey Turturro's French song, but he was still moaning and crying out. His wife began asking why I wasn't making him better and questioning my capabilities. So I sang the song of the oak tree. Not for him, but for her. Once I felt like she was hypnotized. Papa always said my voice was hypnotic. Perhaps he was onto something. I told her to go make herself a cup of tea with laudanum and go sit on the couch. Sure enough, she followed my instructions to the letter. She was sound asleep on the couch when I let myself out. I will sing. I will sing for Betsy. And she will do my bidding. Children, why don't we play hide-and-go-seek? shouts Farfalla excitedly. I hardly think that's appropriate. We don't want anyone to go missing, do we? says Nurse Betsy. Or do we? wonders Farfalla. Oh, Nurse Betsy, we play hide-and-go-seek with Miss Skye all the time. It's tremendous fun. Please say yes, begs Franny. We promise we'll come out if you can't find us, adds Felix. Nurse Betsy, not wanting to be outdone by Farfalla, nods her head reluctantly. But you need to stay on Carnifex land, understood? She asks in her usual sharp tone. Both children nod solemnly. Wonderful, says Farfalla, clapping her hands. Now, the two of you go hide while Nurse Betsy and I count to one hundred. Ready? Set? Go! The children scurry across the field in different directions, as Farfalla turns to face the stone wall at the back of Carnifex's house. Nurse Betsy stands next to her, stoic and silent. Farfalla counts to fifty then softly begins to hum the song of the oak tree. "'What on earth are you doing?' asks Nurse Betsy. But Farfalla keeps her face turned toward the wall, gradually singing louder and louder. Eventually, she turns to look at Betsy, who is staring at her, wide-eyed. Farfalla, still singing, turns and starts walking across the field toward the path that leads to the beach. Betsy follows closely behind, as if in a trance. They walk all the way across the field, but instead of taking the path to the beach, Farfalla takes a sharp left, 
and they start walking uphill into the neighboring field. Farfalla keeps her singing steady as the cold wind blows the tall dry grass around them. There is a chill in the air. October is almost over. The ocean will be very cold now. Farfalla can feel herself getting winded as they walk up the hill, which gets steeper and steeper with every step. But she keeps singing, and Betsy follows without question. Finally, Farfalla reaches the top of the hill. From this vantage point, she can see the ocean stretch for miles, its choppy surface interrupted by a series of rocky islands in the distance. She can see the sandy beach stretch out to her right. She can see the rocks and crashing waves directly below the cliff on which she and Betsy now stand. Farfalla stops singing and turns to face Betsy. I know what you did to those children, she begins. Children, echoes Betsy. I know it was you who broke the music box, continues Farfalla. Music, whispers Betsy. I tried to speak to Mr. and Mrs. Carnifex. I even tried to speak to you, she cries, tears streaming down her face. You are a hurtful, horrible person, Betsy, she continues, her emotions getting the better of her. Betsy blinks, and Farfalla worries that the spell may be broken. She hums the song again to regain control. This time, a seabird begins circling overhead, intrigued by the sound of Farfalla's voice. Once she is certain Betsy is once again in a trance, Farfalla points to the cliff's edge. Walk, she says simply. Betsy turns on her heel and takes a step. Farfalla wipes the tears from her face and smiles. It's working. The wind picks up, blowing the seabird out into the bay. It fights to get back to the cliff's edge and lands on a rock a few paces away from Farfalla. Betsy continues her slow, methodical march to the edge of the cliff. Farfalla licks her lips in anticipation. Finally, just as Betsy's toes are leaning over the edge of the cliff, she suddenly stops. Farfalla's brow furrows. No. Farfalla's hushed whisper is quickly carried away on the wind. Betsy slowly turns around, a look of confusion on her face. Farfalla panicked turns to the seabird on the rock and points to Betsy. Fly, she shouts. This time, the wind is on her side, carrying her command straight to its target. The bird lifts off the rock and without hesitation, flies in a direct line toward Betsy, hitting her in the chest and causing her to stumble backwards. Betsy's eyes grow wide as she realizes what is happening. There is no time for her to scream, before her body is hurled over the edge of the cliff. Farfalla can hear rocks tumble down the cliffside and land in the ocean. Betsy also lands with a sickening thud. The seabird lifts into the sky and circles back like a boomerang, landing at Farfalla's feet. Hello there, friend, she says, crouching to take a closer look. The bird tilts its head toward her, as if waiting for instructions. You are free to go now. Thank you, 
she says simply. The bird spreads its wings, almost like it is waving goodbye, lifts into the sky, and soars over the ocean. Farfalo watches until it is out of sight, then turns and walks back toward Carnifex's house. The children will be wondering where she is. Her plan took longer to carry out than she anticipated. She hums happily to herself as she scurries through the dry grass. From behind the rock where the seabird first landed, a small face with tear-stained cheeks peeks out. Confused, the child walks to the cliff's edge and looks down. There on the sharp rocks, waves crashing over her still body, is Nurse Betsy. She's laying at a strange angle, arms and legs dangling in different directions, the tips of her fingers dipping into the violent water below. Terrified, the child backs away, then races through the tall grass toward Carnifex's house. In the gray October sky above, an ever-growing flock of seabirds begins to circle, patiently waiting for their next instructions. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week for Chapter 22, Trial by Water, in which Farfalla's actions catch up with her. The Skylark Bell is brought to you by Phaeton Starling Publishing and features original music by Canal. Leaving a rating or review on your preferred podcast platform is incredibly helpful in getting the podcast some visibility so others can find and enjoy the story of the Skylark Bell. It's a quick, easy, and free way to support my work. If you'd like to support me further, you can also subscribe to Patreon, where you'll get early access to ad-free episodes, digital downloads of the music, artwork, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. And be sure to follow me on social media for updates. I love to connect with listeners. Just check the show notes for all necessary links. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm Melissa Oliveri, writer, host, and producer of the Skylark Bell Podcast. place where black is the main character where we dive into something new like the latest season of them the scare and the award-winning american fiction or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend bob marley one love and add on channels like paramount plus and stars to bask in nostalgia with beverly hills cop and bmf explore prime videos culture rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits restrictions apply see amazon.com amazon prime for details 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.